National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with the National Council of Catholic Men, presents The Holy Agony.
willing to kill infants but a million to save their false gods appetite. You're terrified they might think you're a bad person. And you're terrified they might find out you voted for the bad person. Who's going to stop them from doing all of this? And it will never matter what you believe in the truth unless you become braver than them. Secure the knowledge that your God is a true God. your dancing. Ask of me what you will, and I shall grant it. Have brought to me here on a dish the head of John the Baptist. It is granted.
is coming together. Wow. All white people are racist. So <laughs> I put this up because I really want any white person in the room to know up front that this is what we're dealing with, that it's not going to be this coddling of white tears and what that looks like. We're not going to discuss, oh, maybe some of us can work it out. No, you're always going to be racist, actually. So even when you're on your path to trying to figure out how to be a better human being, um, because I believe that white people are born into not being human. Like that actually, instead of people of color and black folks being dehumanized, that actually everyone is dehumanized on with within white supremacy. That y'all are born into a life to not be human, and that's what y'all are taught to do, to be human. So in this particular way, white people are all racist. So I just want y'all to know that up In this house we believe, black lives matter, women rights are human rights, no human is illegal, science is real, love is love, kindness is everything. In this, In this house, house we believe, believe black, black lives, lives matter, matter. Women, women rights are human rights, rights. No, no human, human is, is illegal, illegal. Science, science is real, real. Love, love is love, love. Kindness, kindness is everything. everything. In this house we believe, black lives matter. Human rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love. Kindness is everything. In this house we believe. Black lives matter. Women rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love. Kindness is everything. In this house we believe. Black lives matter. Women rights are human rights. No human is illegal. Science is real. Love is love. Kindness is everything. Kindness is everything. Belonging is the word expenditure. Depends. This word operates in a network of thoughts that he describes as general or solely economy. The economics of excess outline theoretical work. Without reckoning, without counterpart, solar economy is founded upon this principle. It is because the sun squanders itself upon us without return that the sum of energy produced is always superior to that which was necessary to its production, since we are ultimately nothing but an effect of the sun. Excess or surplus always precedes production, work, seriousness, exchange, and lack. Need is never given. It must be constructed out of luxuriance. 
The primordial task of life is not to produce or survive, but to consume the clogging floods of riches, of energy, pouring down upon it. He states this boldly in his magnificent line, The world is sick with wealth. Expenditure or sacrificial consumption is not an appeal, an exchange, or a negotiation, but an uninhibited wastage that returns energy to its solar trajectory, releasing it back, releasing into, the back into the movement of dissipation. The terrestrial system, culminating in restricted human economies, momentarily arrests. Voluptuary destruction is the only end of energy, a process of liquidation that can be suspended by the accumulative efforts whose zenith form is that of the capitalist bourgeois, but only for a while. For solar economy, excess is the incontestable point of departure, and excess must, in the end, be spent. A year from now, you buy all the same items, but they now cost $103. That's inflation. 3% to be exact. So, what causes inflation? A rise in production costs is one scenario. For example, booming energy prices can drive up the cost of transportation or manufacturing. Rising wages can also contribute to inflation. If business owners have to pay workers more, they might also raise prices to cover those higher labor costs. Tonight, the lines for gas getting longer, from the Carolinas down to Florida. Panic drivers overwhelming gas stations. Just gotta do what you gotta do and just uh, load up on gas and just not 
try to go too far away from home. After a long wait at this gas station in South Carolina, I've been waiting here for 45 minutes just to get gas. Frustration. We're out of gas. <laughs> All out. Lumber has never been more expensive. Two by fours are more than three times their typical price. Other wood products that we use to build houses like plywood have also soared. The land down for us, we have benefited from the increase in the price of lumber. When I was a German forester, uh, we were paying uh, $25 a ton for salt timber uh, on the stump 40 years ago. And if you bring that forward today, the market is $25 or less on the today. And that's in constant dollars. That's not taking into account inflation and other things that have gone up to grow those following is presented purely for entertainment purposes and is neither financial nor legal advice. And if you need a disclaimer to tell you that, you've got bigger problems than credit card bills. I don't know the numbers. I haven't seen the polls. But I do know that credit card debt is probably one of the top five or ten things that has Americans losing sleep at night. They're laying awake going, oh, my credit card debt, oh. You know what's going to happen to you if you don't pay your credit card debt? Sweet call is what's going to happen to you if you don't pay your credit card debt. I mean, I know you fell for the... You fell for the credit score meme. You're worried about your credit score. Here's the thing about your credit score, Chief. Your credit score only matters if you plan on buying a house sometime this century. And you, Mr. Renter for Life, only need your credit score to mosey on down to Boost Mobile and assure them that you're not going to steal a fucking phone. Okay? That's the only thing that you need a credit score for. So if you have a mobile phone, guess what? Your credit score is already doing everything it's ever going to do for you in life. So burn it to the fucking ground. There's no catch, really. I mean, you can seriously just get a credit card today, max it out, and never pay a bill. And there's almost certainly going to be no consequences from that. Certainly not with the lines of credit you're able to get. I mean, that little, you know, uh, three dollars to $8,000 line of credit you have on a credit card is a flies fart in the wind to a credit card company. They're going to expend maybe three minutes of effort coming after you for that before they sell it to a collection agency. And we'll get to that later, kids. Student loans... A whole other thing, uh, you know, I've made some student loan payment in 15 years, and here I am, breathing fresh air, living to tell the tale. Grinch hasn't thrown me in debtor's prison yet. So, again, you don't have to pay this. It's, you know, it's fake. Stop paying it. Let's go back to credit cards. There's this thing called the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. Uh, it basically means that debt collectors can't do a fucking thing to get their money back. They can't yell at you, they can't curse you, they can't threaten you, they can't discuss your debt with anyone but your lawyer. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff they can't do. You know, Google it. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. It's going to be your best friend when you stop paying your credit card bill. Every time that the headset monkeys down at the collection agency do one of these 20 things that the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act bars them from doing, they owe you $1,000. Okay? And I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. On paper, they owe me $1,000. No, I've done this. I've taken them to court over this. Uh, they owe you $1,000 every time they they, they So... How do you start getting that getting that money? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to record your phone calls, kids. You know, it's funny. Whenever you start the conversation with these people, that always means, hello? Hello? Uh, hello, I'm uh, Mr. Dick Wangle Sparkbox from the debt collection agency here to... I don't even know what, because they can't really do anything again. So, always fun to flip the script and say, 
Pardon me, Dick Langle. Uh, I'm recording this call right now for, you know, accuracy purposes. And by the way, going to need your name, your operator number, the name of your supervisor and their operator number, as well as the address that you're calling me from. The point of this is just to throw them off their game. No one ever asks this. People are too busy going, oh, what can I do, sir, to pay you my, to pay you my outstanding debt so my FICO score will go up? Uh, they, they get a little flustered when you start asking them this. And here's the thing. Fair Debt Collection Practices Act says they have to give you all of this information. Now, another thing that the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act allows you to do is to deliver a cease and desist over the phone. So they say, okay, well, here's my info when you can talk about your debt. Sorry, sir. I don't, I don't discuss financials over the phone. You're going to have to contact me through the mail. Uh, and this, by the way, is a cease and desist order for people from home. Do not ever call me again about this alleged debt that I may or may not owe you. Uh, if they, they will then, not even if they ask you that, they will then say, okay, sir, well, let's confirm your address. Sorry, pal, you're saying I owe you money. You better know where I live. And if you don't, tough to click. Kick rock, This is all legal. This is all in the up and up. This is all very, very fair debt collection practices act. And then, what do you do? Well, you don't pay until you get a court order, which they're not going to go get. So here's the thing. Let's call it five grand. You think that five grand you owe the bank is like, the, like owing five grand to a friend of yours. You know, like if they need this $5,000 and their life is going to collapse. Um, unless they get it. What really happens is in three to six months, the credit card company writes it off as a capital loss, sells your debt to a collection agency for probably what, uh, probably about half what you owed, and then that company is going to sell it to another pretty quickly for half of what they paid. So what you're left with is, you know, the third generation owner of a debt who's paid a quarter for, for it, and this is how people are, in worst case scenarios, able to settle for pennies on the dollar. That is your worst case scenario, by the way, owing way less than what you originally owed because you settled with the collection agency who didn't pay jack for the right to your debt. Here's the thing. Imagine if I came up to you in the street right now and I said, hey, remember that 50 bucks that you owed John Dios? Well, I bought that off of him and you owe it to me now. You would tell me to get but you take phone calls from collection agencies who are like, oh, this is a deep water collection agency. Uh, we are, we are uh, recovery specialists, and we're calling about a, a certain debt that you owe, sir, uh, and we need you to make good on your financial obligations. Um, and you're just like, oh, well, uh, what, can I, what can I do to pay you, sir? Um, no, you should also tell them to get And how do you tell them to get Well, you do a thing called debt validation. Debt validation is where you say, hey, collection agency, why don't you prove to me that I actually owe you this money, that I actually owed someone this money at some point, and that you are now the legal owner of the money that I owed this someone at some point. Here's the thing. Collection agencies are sloppy as all. They don't keep records worth sh You know why? Because there's so many pussies on the other end of the phone who just cough up whatever they ask for the second that they ask for it. And here's the thing. With all those records and all that room to get things wrong, you, sir, are the IRA, and the collection agency is Margaret Thatcher. You only got to be lucky once. They got to be lucky every single time. One piece of paper is missing from that chain of evidence, and guess what? You don't owe that money to the collection agency anymore because they can't prove that they own it. It belongs to whoever the last person who is able to prove ownership of it is. And they probably stopped giving a about it about a year ago. See, the thing is, getting money out of your bank account and into theirs takes lawyers. And lawyers do not work cheap. So what that means is, when your $5,000 
of actual money spent becomes $2,500, um, you're just not really worth it anymore. The lawyer fees add up quickly, taking you to court's expensive. Um, they're not going to do it, okay? Even getting a lawyer to, like, chase you around is, is tough work. Um, and, and, like, it's the whole low-hanging fruit concept here. How hard do you think they're going to chase after you for your piddling little $5,000 that they paid twelve fifty for, okay, when there are an endless army of lily-livered suckers on the, end of the, on the other end of the horn ready to cough up whatever they can tell them to without any kind of fight? You're a pain in the ass. There's easy money everywhere, and these collection guys are making commissions. So they can spend three hours hunting you down, haranguing you, running around, doing this, doing that, or they can just, oh, he hung up on me, pick up the phone, call the next guy. Hey, buddy, you owe me money. Oh, sorry, sir. Let's talk a little bit about statute of limitations, okay? Once a debt is old enough, it is not legally enforceable. The only thing at this point that a credit collection can do is threaten your credit, which they've already ruined, and is not going to get any better because you paid some three-year-old debt that's been in collection at three or agencies. Um, once that statute of limitations expires on your, on your credit card debt, known as open debt in most states, they can't collect it. They know they can't collect it, and that won't stop them from trying to sweet-talk their way into your hard-earned lettuce because it works. But is it still going to work on you? Are you still going to be a sucker? Are you still paying credit card debt? Now that statute of limitations could be 12 years and it could be three, but it's probably closer to three than 12. And if you haven't made a payment in that long, guess what? There's no legal way they can collect it from you. It doesn't exist anymore. It only exists on your phony ass credit report to buy the imaginary house that you're never gonna, never gonna own. Take your credit cards out right now, right now. Take them out, get them out of your wallet, look at them, look at the beautiful shiny plastic, okay? Now just go ham. Um, Buy whatever you like. Don't pay anyone for it. The money is not getting worse. Jack, in another two years anyway. And everyone is treating America like an open safe to fill their money bag with, like gangsters leading Havana in The Godfather Part Two. Everyone's doing this right now. Everyone's grabbing what they can while the grabbing's good, except you. And give you solace as well. It goes like this. And he will raise you up on eagle's wings. Raise you on the river of the Lord. And make you to shine like the sun. And hold you in the palm of his hand. Now, what is the philosophy behind abortion? That is to say, what is the set of values that determines the destruction of life? Others are becoming necrophysics, lovers of death. There is 
a killing of a young life by a bullet. Every 20 seconds is There are as many babes killed by a bullet. Nine days in the United States, as men were killed in nine years in the Vietnam War. One half of all the babes that take life in a mother's womb in Washington, D.C. are mothers. Regularly scheduled program. 